0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Banditos, fresh made daily. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests over four different episodes to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest.
1: This is Kyle Hyman. Welcome to Flavor of the Week, part four with Father Jay Horny. Thanks for being here, Father Jay. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we've been trying some fish sandwiches from some local fast food restaurants. All right. Penance I mean, on the go. Yeah. This is brought to you by Banditos, who uh, was gracious enough to underwrite Flavor of the Week, even though... Uh, we are not, not always using their flavors,
0: but we do appreciate Banditos for that reason.
1: Yeah. Speaking of Lent, there's plenty of meatless options at Banditos, right? Yeah. Check them totally. out. Yeah. But uh, we've tried three fish sandwiches so far. This is our fourth and final. You want to go ahead and, and tear into this? Let's all see. right.
0: Let's see what we got.
1: They've all been pretty, pretty good sized sandwiches. Like not that...
0: packaging is nice. Mm hmm. This might be the least. The most over- underwhelming one, appearance-wise.
1: Yeah, uh, it looks like this might be the only one without any lettuce. Ooh, there's Man. a lot of tartar. Sauce Ton there. of tartar sauce and a, a little slab of cheese a on there slab. too. A
0: little slab. Okay, let's see. Cutability. I, I think been,
1: all the other three had lettuce though, right? They did. This one's.
0: This is a non-lettuce one.
1: We just got these stock. We didn't. We didn't order anything special. Just, <laughs> just <so much laughs> tartar sauce stuff. just squirted out. The, <laughs> Okay, oh, let me... Get your cross-section. <clears throat> we'll do pictures picture so that we can... Hopefully you're following us on social media so you can see the pictures of these sandwiches. That is a lot of tart sauce, though. Very soft. Everything's very...
0: Yeah. I mean, I like food, so I'm not a huge critic of food. <laughs> but it definitely isn't the winner. Yeah. I think fourth place is actually going to be a tie for third place.
1: Okay. Fair enough.
0: Again, fish, lent, you get what you get. Yeah. So.
1: And you'd eat it again. i did it again. So none of these are. Uh, none of them are worth clear. avoiding. Yeah. No, I mean, all provide nourishment. <laughs> Fair enough. Last week, we talked about the, our identity. Right. Being as children of God. Mm -hmm. And that was such a good message, and I think everybody needs to go back and listen to that, maybe listen to it again if you already heard it once. But one thing I know that you're passionate about, we talked about, is the identity for us as men and how, I guess, our role in the church, our role in the family, our role in our communities. So I'm curious what your thoughts are on that.
0: Yeah, and when we talk about the the role and identity of men, this is not to discredit or avoid the role and identity of women. It's just that I think women are doing a really great job of being involved in the church, mm-hmm. and I think men need to kind of get kicked in the butt a little bit to step up their game. Yeah. And just one example of that is, like here at St. Vincent's, that came out of the Christ Renews' is Parish Weekend there's a really phenomenal group of men uh, that started rekindle the fire right and that's it's huge I mean yeah. they just had their last big men's conference up in South Bend and they they filled the venue yeah but from that then there's even a another smaller group that stemmed out of that our Holy League hmm. it's men that meet together Thursday evenings once a month to do adoration have confession and just to pray together mm-hmm. and it's good it's been and again I don't like to quantify things by numbers, but of a parish of 10,000 people, you get 40, 50 guys, you're thinking, man, like, where are the rest of them? Like, mm-hmm. I want more of them to be here. I want more to foster this, this role of their fatherhood, their brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And in a good contrast that started recently, uh, Mary Joe Parish began something here with Kingdom Builders for Women. Yeah. That thing is gone. Boom. It's exploding. (laughs) It's phenomenal. Like, again, you can see that people are responding to God's call. They want to do more in their lives. And the women are on fire. Mm -hmm. And we just, we want to instill that in men. So, yeah, for men, like, that's a huge passionate thing for me because I see the need to have holy men foster holy families and the need for them to work well with their wife to raise good children. I mean, we need holy men in the church to discern vocations to the priesthood, Mm -hmm. to be able to provide the sacraments. We need them to show women what kind of man they should be striving to live a life with and Mm -hmm. for. So yeah, I'm just really about trying to instill virtue from the identity of being beloved sons of God for our men and our young men especially.
1: Why do you think that men are slacking on that more so than women in this current climate?
0: Uh, There might be two different reasons. One is there are not enough men willing to step up in a way to challenge their brothers. Hmm. So it is. this is like a call to action. This is a call to action for those guys that are deeply involved to continue to encourage their sons, their brothers, their friends. This is a call to action for priests to get off their butts and get out there with the people. So there's the one aspect of just an apathy maybe. And the other one is I think, especially for our younger men, our high schoolers, our college students, This isn't again, this isn't all of them. Yeah. It's just generically across the board. There hasn't been an emphasis or a push to grow up. Hmm. Uh, video games are a really popular thing still. And video games aren't evil, mm-hmm. but they aren't also the best if they prevent us from engaging in social interaction. Yeah. Now, some would argue, well, I have all these gamer friends. I'm like, okay, well, what do you know about them? Yeah. What conversations are you having that are striving you to grow in a virtue of courage or a virtue mm-hmm. of magnanimity, of a point of goodness? How are you learning humility yeah. in those processes? So yeah, there's the one sense of just kind of guys just aren't being encouraged enough by their guys, in a sense that guys aren't growing up. Mm-hmm. So those are those are two big issues I kind of see that I I've pondered with and prayed about, and I'm constantly thinking of how can I be an instrument of that change. Yeah, being a being a young priest and wanting to instill manliness in others. Like I'm not the biggest guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not the most muscular guy. I'm not <laughs> probably the most like manly person around, but what I desire to do is encourage this idea that men are needed. Men, we need you so badly to be leaders, to be good followers, mm-hmm. and the church needs you more than ever. I give different talks to the Holy League on Thursday nights, uh-huh. and I've also been really privileged during the fall football season to give masses for the football team at Bishop Dwinger. Uh-huh. And in the midst of all the crisis that was going on in the church, I was getting really upset, not discouraged, but just upset about, yeah, the the depravity of what holy men were supposed to be doing and what they lacked in doing. Mm -hmm. And I got up from one of the masses to the football players and I just yelled into the microphone, look at me. And they all freaked out and they just stared like, what's he going to do? Yeah. And I just said, look at me. And I got their attention. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I just kind of went on this tyrant of the church does not need laxative, lazy, self-indulgent, selfish men. The church needs zealous, courageous, bold, affirming men. It needs men who will sacrifice for the good of others. It needs men who will step up when the pressure is on. And then I sat down. Yeah. And I was like, just I was like, just ponder that. Is this is the homily. That was the homily. Okay. <laughs> it was about a thirty-second homily. It was just yeah. like deal with that. And now go play a football game. Yeah. But it it just got me so fired up. We're seeing so many different responses uh, in the church and in the need, and as a whole, the church needs to be made holy again. And it's going to start with the men and women of the laity. It's going to start with those priests and the religious sisters being bold in their actions. But especially for men to say that, to to like take on that role of chivalry again, right? Mm -hmm. To bring back the idea of the knights of the old age, to bring back the idea of what it means to be a gentleman, Mm -hmm. right? And for our young men, we need that more than ever. We need them to be not above reproach, but we need them to be. The example of
1: virtue. You said, I'm not necessarily the most manly.
0: Yeah. I, and that's the problem, right? Because that's an idea of like, what's my identity? Like, I'm actually pretty manly, probably. Okay. So, Well, how would you define manliness? Right. So I think the way the world would define manliness, uh, and that's what we have to battle is. Yeah. It's those guys that are ripped with muscles, six feet tall, that can get any girl they want, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. Well, okay. That's not true. Yeah. That's the the lies we have to face. That's the lie I have to face, that manliness is the willingness to sacrifice, to put someone else's wants and needs above your own, the desire to want to see someone else flourish and grow, even if it doesn't mean you get any uh, credit for it. Yeah, It means... Being able to put someone else's wants, desires, needs above your own. Hmm. To not squash, hide, or push away innate desires of love and intimacy, Mm -hmm. but to put them in proper order. Mm. Can you explain that? Sure. So we're inundated with a culture of sex. Mm -hmm. And I'll just go get whoever I want to do whatever I want. Well, that's just super selfish. And innately wrong, <laughs> yeah. Because we are designed for love. Mm-hmm. We're designed for intimacy. We're designed to be with other people. But intimacy doesn't equate to sex. Mm-hmm. Intimacy equates to building healthy, deep relationships. And men, I think, are challenged with the idea of opening up to others, to each other, to let in that sense of emotion. Now, Christ mm-hmm. Jesus Parish, I think, is a great antidote to that. I think that allows men to really process through information. The St. Augustine Men's Group is a huge help to that for men who battle and struggle with pornography and masturbation yeah. to recognize the need for accountability and brotherhood. Mm-hmm. So there are things that are out there, for sure. The Holy League here at St. Vincent's is another opportunity of men to gather in community, mm-hmm. rekindle the fire, all good things. Yeah. But this lie from the world that intimacy equates to sex has to be dismantled. Hmm. And bringing back John Paul II's theology of the body, the beauty of the body, the need for the distinct roles of men and women, right. that men have a responsibility to care for the dignity of women, as do women have the responsibility to care for the dignity of men, to build each other up in that capacity. That's what we need to go back to. And yeah, it's just something that really fires me up. Yeah. And it, it stems from the identity, it stems from the desire of youth ministry, it stems from my recognition and call to the priesthood and what I'm meant to be as far as being in the persona crusade, in the person of Christ, that Christ as a man demonstrated to us the fullness of manhood. So hopefully that is
1: helpful to yeah. someone. Sadly, this is coming to an end here, but I think that was a great thing to end on and a challenge to all of us as men. And really, like you said, like this isn't just for men, like for women to expect this out of men. Right. to demand it. For, for mothers
0: like, to teach this to their sons, yep. fathers to demonstrate that through their relationship with their wives. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's an all-encompassing, we need everyone to be involved.
1: Yeah. All right, well, this has been great. Thank you so much, Father Jay, for joining us for these four parts of Flavor of the Week and our, our four fish sandwiches as Oh, this as is well. awesome. Do you need to give this a second try here or are we sticking with uh, number three? I'm sticking. the big winner. Yeah, number three is the big winner. Should we do the big reveal? We can. I believe number three was uh, shockingly. Arb- it was Arby's. Arby's. Yeah. Not necessarily known for their fish, but it's, made a good. It's that it's, zing. It was the. It was the sauce. It right? was the sauce. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's delicious. All right. Well, thank you so much, Father Jay, and thank you to Banditos for underwriting our flavor of the week. Thank you.